What is up, everyone? I hope you guys are doing well. Welcome, Sales Ninjas. I'm your host, Jay, aka Sales Ninja of the Sales Ninja Show. Hope you guys are doing well. Fridays is where I get a coach, course creator, and an entrepreneur. I have a special guest to introduce to you is Linda Gross, and she is a multi-talented podcaster, life coach, best-selling author who is interviewed over, get this, 20,000 men, okay, 20,000 men combined with 10 years of academic research to uncover the secrets of dating relationships. I told you it was going to get hot. And also business dynamics. She is a multi-talented female entrepreneur. And by using these four core drives, men can win over any woman. Okay. Did you guys hear that, men? Men can win over any woman, anywhere, at any time. Her four tenets are usually used to gain confidence and success in the business world where you can win any negotiation, any business deal as well. So let me introduce to you Linda Gross. Hi, Linda. Thank you, Jay. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for being here. So glad to have you. So here we are in the Q&A and you got a nice background. Maybe share just a quick intro of who you are uh, in addition to what I've said, because I think there's some background that is missing even from your education, your study that has helped you get where you are. And why men? And why are you helping men win over women? Maybe start with that. Yeah, I started a long time ago. I started my coaching business in 2007, and it was on the heels of my divorce, had an ugly divorce, and I asked the age-old question that a lot of women ask, where did all the men go? Started dating again. Where did all the, the good men go? And so just as a catharsis, I started to write a daily blog Monday through Friday just to kind of unleash some of the feelings that I had from the divorce and kind of heal myself. And in doing so, the blog got super popular. And my men would write to me saying, oh my gosh, this is information that I have never heard before anywhere. Your viewpoint is so unique. How did you get here? So I took that and I thought, well, I'm going to roll this back to 10,000 years ago to see how did the caveman date? And is it any different than today? Because everyone keeps saying it's today, today, today. It's your environment. It's your teachers, your parents, your friends. It's like all these influences that it's your environment that is shaping you. Not so much according to my research. So it turns out that in my view, Mother Nature is not stupid, that she put these systems in place, meaning enzymes, hormones, synapses, actions, reactions to certain situations, and it's all for the greater good. It's all for the continuance of the species. So Mother Nature wasn't going to leave that all up to chance. So according to my academic research, it turns out that not very much has changed, like less than a couple of percent from back in those days. So I decided to dig in even further and I'm like, what drives women? Are there certain characteristics, the man's characteristics that 
makes her gravitate to a guy, makes her say yes to a guy. Now, if you ask a woman that question, she won't give you a straight answer. She'll say crazy things like, oh, I want a guy that makes me laugh. Not true, by the way. And that's not in my book. Oh, I Mm. want a guy who is sensitive and can cry at the movie. Also, one of the biggest lies I've ever heard is I hear women say this all the time. But guess what? It's not true. That's not what drives women. So I decided to find out what are the real core drives that will make her say yes. And this goes across nations, geography, time, temperature, anything else. Why? Because it's hormonal. It's biologic. So I imparted the guys with those four secrets, with those four steps. And then I give you a way to teach those steps to you. Number one that women want, they needed as much as breathing air, confidence. Mm. So I hear a lot of guys saying, you know, she's a gold digger and she wants money and this and that and the other. That's also not true. It's not the money. It's what the money represents. The Mm. money represents your blood, sweat and tears on how you got the money. And actually, they've done studies of millionaires who've lost the money. But that gut feeling on how you got there, you can recreate it. So that's what they're looking for. It's not the money. It's what the money represents. So why men? Well, I figured usually women are more interested in dating and relationships. And that market is so crowded. There's a thousand books, dating and relationships for women, a thousand blogs, a thousand YouTube sites, you name it, social media sites, they're all women, women, women. And I thought men have been so denigrated and put down and marginalized that I want to create a platform where it's safe for a guy to open up. So a guy can't say what he needs to say typically in a female platform because he'll get his head bit off. Whereas (laughs) if I say it, see, I'm already a woman, then yes, I get my head bit off too, but Mm -hmm. I can deal with it because I'm a woman. So it's easier for me to say it than if a guy opens up and really shares his heart and really shares his vulnerabilities. And that's the kind of site and platform that I want to create to make it a safe haven for men. In my outlook, women's lib in the 70s was a great gesture, but the part they got wrong is you can't elevate women, and I'm all for elevating women, empowering women, but you can't elevate women to the detriment of men, and that's what happened. So if you're going to elevate, we have to elevate both sexes. That's how this works. My goodness. There was so much in there that was absolute gold. Thank you. Um, and that was incredible. And I loved how you even said things like how men say that women are gold diggers. And you kind of like demystified a lot of things that men and women both say. And so there's a lot of unlearning to do, it sounds like, because when people say things like men say like they're just gold diggers, but women aren't actually looking for that. And the question is, what do women really want? What are they really looking for? And like you said in the beginning, where are all the good men? Those are all questions from the beginning of time that I think people are still looking to the skies or looking to the heavens and wanting answers for. So this is a very, very important topic. I actually was coaching one female in Toronto who was looking at the opportunity of doing some coaching for single women. 
I asked her to start a free Facebook group. And she's like, why would I do that? They don't even work these days. And several people in the entrepreneurial Facebook group ironically said that Facebook groups don't work. That group has 9,100 members very quickly. Mm-hmm. She started one and within, I think it was like a month or two, she just messaged me and said, I don't know how this happened. I don't even advertise this anywhere, but my single ladies Facebook group has over 2,000 members. Nice. And so there is without much work effort. And she says, I don't even do anything in the group, but they're looking for answers. So basically that's a segue to tell us all of your experience, your education, 20,000 men that you interviewed. That is insane. I mean, did one of the books, you think you wrote several books, was there a compilation of, uh, you know, the most frequently asked questions or the most absurd things that men would say or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. I started to write the book on my own and I got to about the sixth chapter. I ended up throwing it in the trash. I'm like, people don't want to hear me stand on my soapbox telling people about dating and relationships. So that's when I started the journey of actually interviewing men. I wanted to get it right from the horse's mouth. What's your vulnerabilities? What's your roadblocks? What are you having problems with? What do you want me to address in the book? And so that's all this interviewing process. I took what it was that they said and I addressed those concerns. So my men tell me that my book is the Bible, that Hmm. I have men reading it like four and five times. And I asked them, why are you reading it four and five times? And they're like, holy cow. It's like every time I read it, I get something more. And maybe they read chapter six, and at this moment in time, chapter six is not relevant to them. You know what? Six months goes by, 12 months goes by, and guess what? Linda talked about that. Now chapter six is all of a sudden relevant, so they go back and read it. So my men tell me that it is the best reference guide. If you have any question under the sun on how to address women, could be any woman really, could be a woman of desire, it could be that pesky next door neighbor that you can't get along with, it could be a female boss, it could be that female family member that you see her at the reunion that you just hate her guts or whatever, you can use these tips to win her over. I mean, it's absolute magic. And the tips are not obvious, it's only four, The tips are not obvious, but once you know what they are and you incorporate them into your being, it's like having that key that goes into the lock. It just, the door just opens up. It's magic. Sounds simple enough, but I'm sure with all of your study, it's not as simple as it seems, right? The hardest one is the confidence. A lot of guys come to me. And they have issues with confidence. So a good portion of the book, I'd say probably a third of the book, I teach the guys, how do you get confidence? Mm -hmm. And unlike my peers, unlike other male advisors that are teaching guys on how to get the girls, I teach you, you don't need women to practice the confidence. Actually, I Mm -hmm. I suggest not doing it that way. Mm -hmm. You need to have confidence in your gut. And then once that happens, it automatically just oozes out and the women can sense that. It's almost like they sniff, (laughs) they sniff it in the air about you. When a guy walks into the room, automatically the head will turn because she senses that this is a strong, powerful guy. So what I recommend on how to build that confidence is through your job, 
through a hobby, through sports, through fitness, through a passion. There's got to be something that excites you and spend a lot of time on that. If you can spend an hour a week mastering that one skill, maybe it's golf, whatever it is, maybe it's playing the guitar, maybe it's being good at computer IT, whatever that is, spend at least an hour a week and become an expert at it. If you have the time, spend an hour a day doing that, right? You'll get there faster, right? When you become an expert at one thing, it's golden. You've got it in your gut now. You can walk into any room and command the room because you've put in the work. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> you hit on so many, so many points and cylinders. Like, I mean, I love golf. I just went to the driving range. I'm going golfing tomorrow and this weekend. And I also play guitar and I've oh. played, you know, thousands of hours and classically trained in piano. So I practice three hours a day. So that's more than an hour a day. And so you're right in the sense of the confidence. Like, so when I'm either playing or coaching soccer, which I'm doing a lot of for my kids' Mm -hmm. schools and for different leagues, or when I'm teaching on music, it's just, as a matter of fact, it's like a muscle memory. You don't have to think about it because you've done it thousands and thousands of times. Right. So there's a, a sense of confidence that exudes just out of who you are, not of who you're trying to be. Mm hmm. Right, so exactly. Really it's authentic. Well. Yeah. Because it's part of you. You don't have to lie and be a player and, you know, all those things, which being a player does work. I, I will give them that, my peers that, but it only works for like two to three months. And then after that, a good girl will walk away. So, mm. you know, you might still be able to win over the gold diggers by continuing your player habits, but you're not your authentic self. And then you're attracting someone else who also the woman who also is not authentic to her true self is that what you really want no Mm. so it does work but not for a long time first and foremost I say you got to build your confidence now why is this important to women okay let's roll it back to 10,000 years ago the reason why is mother nature in general made men bigger badder stronger faster than we are why? To protect the women and children. So if there is imminent danger, the bear is coming, the lion is coming, there's a tsunami, there's an avalanche, there's a hurricane, whatever the dangerous situation is, we Mm -hmm. are looking to the men to take us out of that danger. Well, Mm -hmm. what's it going to take to take us out of that danger? It's going to take confidence. So that's Mm -hmm. why that one is a must-have for women. Mm -hmm. One, we can even do this whole podcast on this and uh, look at maybe a, a part two for the unstuck. So for all the, the men, I'm just going to represent the men who are struggling, who are single, who are awkward, who are maybe introverted, who lack the confidence, who may not have the skill sets or may not have put the time. Maybe they've tried different things, but they just couldn't figure it out or they weren't very good at it or they didn't enjoy it. And some of these men for a whole lifetime, or longer just are stuck in this rut, what would you recommend or say to them? By the way, they can pick up my book. It's called The Science of Mastering Women, The Science of Mastering Women. And just this week, I released the audio version, so you won't want to miss that. But yes, there is a chapter in the book where I have the guy practice and practice on someone that you would never in a million years date because then it's easy. So how you with 10 women a day at the market, 
it, it could be so elicit a response out of that person. So it could be a wink, it could be a nod, it could be a smile, it could be a laugh, it could just be good morning. Are we still here? I, I think my screen is frozen. Yeah, you're kind of going in and out with the audio. But anyway, I have them practice with, oh, perfect. They're women that you don't want to date. So there's no pressure. You're not going to do anything wrong. All you want to do is engage. You want to elicit some sort of response out of them, whether it's a smile, a wink, a nod, a laugh, a good morning, a hello, or whatever it is. Find these women anywhere and everywhere, at the market, at the gas station, post office, at the gym, walking your dog, whatever it is, practice with 10 women a day. And I can be certain that within a a couple of months, within like three months, if you practice this every day, you are going to get comfortable in your own skin. You are going to be good at having a tiny bit of input and getting a nice response, right? You need this practice ahead of time. If you don't have confidence today, you need it ahead of time. Because then when you practice on 10 women that you don't want, by the time that three months is over and you do see a girl that you do want, then you're not tongue-tied. Then you're like ready to go and you're solid with yourself. And you don't care whether she says yes or no. Practice, practice, practice. You got to, just like you're saying, when you're playing the piano and you hit that sour note, you're just going to keep doing it until you hit the right note or until it's the right tempo or whatever the issue is. You just keep doing it until you get it right. So I say don't practice with the girl you want to date build up that confidence first and then you can venture off once you have a little confidence in your belly wow i just put the post for your book i think i found it on amazon and then how do we get the audiobook is it in audible or what it's on aw sound at the moment a w e s o u n d and then i think it's forward slash linda gross And it will be on Audible pretty soon. I'm thinking like in a week or two, it'll be on Audible as well. Awesound, A-W-E-S-O-U-N-D dot com backslash Linda Gross. Yes. I put it in the chat over there. Okay. Let me put that in the comments here. So people who want to get the audiobook, they can get it. This is the uh, Science of Mastering Woman audiobook. Is that correct? Yes. Science of Mastering Woman audiobook. I'm going to put this up here. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. You also said practicing with 10 women that you don't want daily for three months. And that was interesting because you have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain in terms of confidence. And then after three months, because you get so many reps in and you get so comfortable, you can go to the actual person that you want or that you're chasing and then uh, have a lot more success. Right. Okay. That was very, very helpful. There's so much in here that I think is more than meets the eye and there's so much more that I'm sure you can impart and teach that men would definitely want to hear about. So what is the one area or one challenge in your business that we can discuss to see how we can help you get some value and results? Yeah, well, I've been a life coach since 2007 in the area of dating and relationships, primarily helping men. And I love that. It's part of my heart and soul. I still want to continue that. But I want to transition from coaching in that manner or only that manner to coaching in the business world. I personally have opened up three businesses myself, so I'm no stranger to being an entrepreneur 
And I have also found that these core drives apply to CEOs or a business contact or someone that you're trying to pitch with regard to, let's say you're a salesperson and you're trying to sell your product or service to the other person, that the core drives work for that too, because everyone is motivated by something. So for women, the core drives, there are four core drives. For women, drive number two is connect with her, which means find something in common. Core number three is caring. You have to care about this person. When she's answering or talking to you, you have to care about the answers. If you don't care, she's the wrong girl. Put that fish back in the ocean and move on. And then number four is what I call character or consistency. You have to talk the talk, walk the walk. You have to be true to who you are, have values and ethics and morals. Don't be that lying player because that's only going to get you so far. I don't teach player in my book. I teach how to win over the girls for real. So those are the four cores for women. And I have discovered that there are core drives for CEOs or for a business transaction. They're very similar to those. And it's my contention that if you hit on one of those core drives for the CEO or the VIP, you're going to close the sale. Okay. Makes sense. And I love the core drives that you can use to bring into the business world for the CEOs to win negotiations. So where are you at? Are you trying to figure out how to do it, when to do it, what strategies to implement? Where are you at with that stage of transitioning into the business coaching from the life dating relationship coaching? Yeah, I'm just in the baby stages of it. And I'm such a helper. People tell me their problems and I just want to dive in there and help and give a solution right away. (laughs) And I was told, okay, don't do that because save that for when you take them on as a client, right? And then you can drop your gems. So that has been like a really big learning experience is to hold back the reins a little bit and just let the person open up and share what his pain points are And then hopefully he'll make the transition of, okay, Linda, where do I sign up? So it's kind of like spreading my wings, trying to learn how to fly in this area. Once I get him as a client, I have no issue. I've built up the confidence. I've got the experience that goes along with it. And I know I can help the majority of people who are entrepreneurs out there. How do I get the person to take that next step without my jumping in too quickly to offer the help? And then meanwhile, I drop the gem and then he's on his way and I don't have (laughs) the monetary balance to go along with that. So... It's a little bit of yeah. an awkward dance right now. Yeah, no, I get it. And I know when you're in it and you're in that funk, it's it's hard to get out of it because we're kind of in our own tunnel vision and we have our own blinders. Mm-hmm. So I get it. So it's actually quite simple for me seeing from the outside in your business. I'm in the same boat as you when I'm in my own business trying to get my way out of my own mess and my own confusion and my own self-sabotaging ways. So that's why I hire coaches to help me in areas of mindset, in areas of uh, health, in areas of operations, in areas of growing and scaling. So I have many different coaches and mentors that help me with those areas. So to help you proceed forward to transition and help people, which is your heart, and not give away the solution, it's actually quite simple. Would you like to hear it? Please. Okay. So we got to figure out some sort of branding, I think. So I'll have to figure out some sort of brand logo and maybe some sort of motto or 
business statement, you know, mine is sales ninja, sell more to give more. Mm -hmm. It's pretty simple. Very, very simple, very short. I have a mentor who's a multiple seven figure coach. He's a business growth coach and he makes more to give more. So I actually just took his idea and just to sell more to give more because I'm a sales ninja so I can help myself sell more so I can give more, which I've done this year more than any time in my whole life, but also helping other people sell more so that they can give more. And that's a real gift. So trying to think about what sort of name or brand that you're going to have with a logo, building that brand is really important, growing your audience, and then having some sort of tagline is going to help people. People need to, in their minds, portable is memorable, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. For you, it's a matter of getting all those pieces in place. You've got all the education, you've got all the experience, you've got all the strategies and the tactics and the way uh, or the process on how you do these things. But it's important to have a way to kind of put your finger on something Mm -hmm. and say, this is mine. This is my baby. And this is my brand. And this is my process. And this is the blueprint, right? You got life coaching, you got dating, you got relationships, you got this business stuff that you want to do, you got sales and winning negotiations, you got the four core drives. People in their simple minds with marketing, sales happens when marketing is simple, meaning the marketing message and the brand is simple, right? It's magnetic, it's attractive, it's easy to remember. Mm -hmm. People can, again, just put their finger on it and say, Nike, what do you think of Nike? What's the tagline with the swoosh? Just do it. That's right. This might be a little bit, if, if you don't like cars, yeah. you know what BMWs is? I know it has the word drive in there. What, what's the other yeah. word? It's two the words, ultimate, I think. Drive something. The ultimate, the ultimate driving machine. Right. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Oh, um, hi. Hi, thanks for joining. I think Linda, our uh, guest speaker, she is having some trouble with either her computer or internet. So yes. while she gets rebooted, this is actually good timing. Were you able to hear the discussion that we yes, had? Yes, yes. Any thoughts, any questions from what you're hearing? Yeah, I like that she's focusing on women, but she's getting their opinions from the men. I think that's what she was saying, right? She was mm-hmm. kind of using the men. So I, I just thought that was a, um, a really good strategy get their opinion versus, you know, the woman's perspective. Yeah, I I like that strategy. One thing that she says, which is really powerful, she -hmm. says that for her business, she uses four core drives that every woman has that men don't know about, Mm -hmm. uh, that men can win over any woman anywhere at any time. Mm -hmm. Men can win over any woman anywhere at any time. I mean... I wonder how many men would raise their hands if they found out these four secret secrets to life, Mm -hmm. right? So she has something here that's very, very powerful. And she's trying to use these core drives to transition into business coaching because Mm -hmm. with these same core drives, you can win any negotiation, any sale anywhere at any time with the same drives, which is really, really neat. Did you have any thoughts, comments, or questions on the existing comments that were shared today? Yes. So I like that. And especially in relationships, she came up with something different. Well, we were like, well, what are those four core drives? And so I know for me and being a health coach, I'm like, okay, so what could I have 
I know I have three pillars, but I need that secret sauce. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have to figure out what that secret sauce is. More than what you think, think about mm -hmm. what has been the greatest problem, desire, question that people have had since you've already set over 70,000 patients, right, with what you do. So mm -hmm. if anyone, I mean, she's talked to 20,000, you've talked to over 70,000. Yeah. Okay. So you must be able from talking to that many people, come up with some sort of like, out of them, here's the 10 most frequently asked questions. And out of them, the three, the hottest areas that people have been struggling with their health, their mindset, mm -hmm. their wellness are mm -hmm. one, two, three. And that yes. is really your, basically your solution, your core tenants, your health principles, your mindset hacks, like think about that because I mean, it's one thing if you don't have product market fit, market message resonance, you don't have proof or you mm -hmm. haven't really mastered anything. You know how she said, if you're mastering and doing something, you know, one hour a week, you can become confident, right? So there is a level of expertise that is very uncommon and unknown humankind. Boil down, let's say we're doing a cooking show and you got 10 ingredients. What are the three most essential ingredients that even if you didn't have the other seven, that this delectable delight will still have the uh, nuts and bolts or still have that taste, that exquisite, that eccentric, that unique taste that will make up that recipe or that beautiful meal. Oh, there. She's back. The three biggest industries keep you profitable as a coach is health, wealth, and relationships. And we have Miss Relationship uh, Linda and we have Miss Health, uh, Olive Cyrus, who's a doctor of nursing and a military Air Force nurse for over 33 years. So this is a pretty power-packed woman in leadership sales ninja show. So I'm going to uh, get Linda back in here. I'm just trying to remember where we left off. And then you were asking about BMW's motto and driving machine, but you corrected me to say the ultimate driving machine. Yeah, yeah. which is even a stronger message because now there's no question in people's mind or they're convinced or brainwashed whatever you call it that bmw is the ultimate driving machine and then they have to prove it by doing like a demo or getting you on the racetrack and i know people who do have beamers that do swear by it and so their goal in marketing is to persuade you to woo you to seduce you to get you in their their seat or get you in the car if that makes sense right and so with you we need to find out what really sticks, uh, what's really digestible, palatable to be able to remember. So I don't know if anything comes to your mind and we don't need to solve this right now, but those are things that I would suggest that you solidify in your branding, in your marketing. I think one of the keynote things that men say of me when I am coaching or when I am talking to them is that they have a high degree of trust in me. So they reveal to me some of the craziest things, some of the most intimate things. And I know guys are usually private. They usually Very. hold their cards mm -hmm. close to their chest, right? I mean, yeah, these are yeah. things that they probably wouldn't even tell their spouse or a family member or something. And yet they're revealing it with me. So, and I never abuse that trust. I keep it confidential and private. And there's no judgments on my end, like whatever they're going to tell me, I don't make them right or wrong for it. I just try to move the needle from they're at point X and they want to move to point Y. And it's my job as a coach to help them get there. So no judgment. So I think all of those things make the end user very comfortable in doing business with me. 
So I was on a sales call yesterday, actually one of my first, very first clients, and it was kind of an interesting call. I had booked it for 30 minutes or whatever, and we ended up being on the call for two and a half hours, and I still couldn't get a yes out of it. And he revealed to me every possible thing that was going wrong with his business. He started a brand new business and all the headaches with copyright and branding and licensing and this and that and the other and getting financing and investors and stock exchange. I mean, everything under the sun. And it's like, well, how long do you want to stay in in this goop, in this in this uh, quagmire, you know? What I came to realize is he's one of these people that sort of loves stress. And if there's a certain deadline, usually the deadline was a financial deadline that he had to pay this enormous fee to pay to the accountants because the financial reports were due or pay to the copyright people because that license expired and now it was coming due. And everything hinges on like, if I don't do this right now, I'm going to lose my business. So I said to him, I said, how long do you want to stay in that state of always coming in at the last second, but I think coming in at the last second makes him feel important, but it's not a good way to live because he said, Mm -hmm. he says he locks himself in a closet for 48 hours until he finishes that particular goal. But I'm sure his friends and family don't like him doing that. And I'm sure his body doesn't like that with all that cortisol and hormonal stress and whatever. So even though that that's what he's used to, I don't think it's a good way to live, but I wasn't yet able to convince him to do the business coaching with me. He did sign up for relationship coaching, but not the business thing. So I will circle back. I'm going to do the relationship coaching. And I guess when we're done with that, maybe he'll have a higher level of trust with me. But I think he already has the high level of trust with me. Otherwise, why spend two and a half hours with me? So I couldn't convert (laughs) And it's only my first customer, but gee, you know, I'm hard on myself that way. (laughs) When you say first customer, are you saying first customer for relationship coaching? Because I No, for business, for business. But But my main goal was to get him as a business client, not as a relationship client. Right. I think that's what I was just getting to was like, it sounds like the business entrepreneur, CEO, whoever you're talking to after two and a half hours they hired you for the relationship coaching, not so much for the business coaching, which is what you were hoping to do. No, he answered, there's an intake questionnaire. All of those questions were relating to business. And he answered them faithfully and thoroughly. And he went into even greater detail on this two and a half hour call on okay. business. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, I mean, we probably need to do a follow-up call because we went over the time quite a bit. I think one thing that came to my mind and keeps coming through and again and again is that you're very good at what you do. That's why I was wondering, unless you don't like what you're doing with the life, relationship, dating, coaching, are you kind of done with that because you just want to move on or are you really good at it and you're just wondering, how do I grow and scale it? I, I don't, I just don't know. The, re- the dating and relationship, I'm really good at it. Like I was saying, it's part of my heart and soul. It's where I got yeah. my start. I will never yeah. turn my back on it. I love yeah. it. Yes, it's a scale thing. I don't think I can grow it past a certain point. So I think for business, I can be of great value and I can charge five figures like I want to charge. So I'm really a fan of the dating and relationship coaching. I think the business coaching I'm not saying it's not possible. I just feel like it's a bit early or premature. And as you get more people under your belt. But I'm 
equally as excited to be coaching the business client. Okay, fair enough. And I, and I, think I mean, you can it's kind, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of the same process. Like I say, I'm probably going to implement my same core drive principles that work so well Absolutely. in the dating and relationship world to the business world. Yeah. But the business world, I have zero problem saying, here's my number. It's a five figure number and away we go. And I know I can add value. I mean, just as the guy was talking, I had to hold back and not spill all my gems, but I know I can be impactful. I'm just in this transitional period. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and there's a scale thing with the dating. I, I really feel, you know, I don't. I'm not going to say that I'm maxed out, but you and I were talking offline, and we were looking at this other coach, and he was making forty nine dollars a month, and from a particular client, and even if he had several hundreds of those people, forty nine dollars a month ain't going to get me excited. Sorry. No. no, and I and I wouldn't be excited either. I'm doing the exact opposite where I'm doing business growth coaching and I just upsold a VIP one-on-one client yesterday because they want life, marriage, relationship coaching. Oh, you should take me on as your partner. We should work together right. on I'm just sharing with you that you can do it, but yeah. it only came out of an overflow. I didn't lead with that. So ah. I think putting your best foot forward is what I was suggesting, which is a dating relationship coaching. Once they get in, they love you. Then you can offer the upsell as like a continuity program for business mm -hmm. and relationships because uh, health, wealth, relationships, those are three key areas. Once you can show them and they experience the amazingness and the magic of Linda Gross, it's a slam dunk. That was my thought. Yeah. To, to finish out the relationship coaching and hopefully I'll gain a little more trust and a little more solid ground there for him to take the next step. Yeah, absolutely. The person who wants value on a free call is offer a free breakthrough call. You can do one of four core drives to get in the breakthrough. And then as they get that one win, they're like, okay, I need to join what you're, whatever you're doing. It really works. Linda, again, thank you so much for being a special guest. And looks like we're going to have to do a repeat and then we'll get a part two with Linda. Thank you for joining and for making my week a better week. Thank you so okay. much. So great okay. to be here. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. -bye.